Hey, hey, and welcome to Daddy Mojo. It's the podcast where we'll talk about parenting, all-age comic books, toys, and more. Now, here's your host, Trey Burley. Hey, Trey with Daddy Mojo here. Let's talk some all-age comic books. Every Wednesday is new comic book day, and you say to yourself, but I don't know where my comic book store is located. Just go to free, uh, sorry, go to comic book store locator. That's what it is, comic book store locator. Do a quick little search for it, and I'm confident for you there's a comic book store within about 20 miles of you. Uh, There's one that close. I mean, we live in a a pretty, uh, a suburban area. And there's one, uh, just a, a short drive for us. We go there every Wednesday to see what's new. And we're going to take a look at some of the newer all-age comic books that are going to be great for ages. or I'll say eight and up. We're going to go over a couple of them right now. Sonic the Hedgehog from IDW Publishing. This is a really good comic book. It's uh, I'll, I'll call it one of the gateway comic books because it's one of the first characters, one of the first comic books that those elementary school libraries are going to have, and most elementary school libraries are going to have some comic books, and usually Archie is going to be one, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, and a couple of others. It's a shame there aren't more, but they're going to have some individual issues of Sonic the Hedgehog, and this is issue number 50, good news, bad news there. They're publishing a lot of them, which is great, but that also means that it's going to cost more, eh, $7.99, uh, that's the retail price. They all aren't that much, so if you're just jumping into the game, maybe you don't want to buy this one because it's almost eight bucks. Buy the one, buy issue 48 or 49. Check out the story and see if you're going to like it. Because one thing about Sonic the Hedgehog, the comic book, it's going to have more reading than your child might be comfortable with. We were a little surprised about that because our current 10-year-old has loved Sonic the Hedgehog for a couple of years. Uh, However... The comic books have always had a little too much reading for him to really embrace them as well as I thought he would. But if you're going to read the comic book with your child, jump on in. It's great. Sonic the Hedgehog number 50 from IDW Publishing. It's out this week. Also, this one, this one, it may not seem like an all-age comic book because there are going to be one or two instances of a bad word. Usually think of something that would block a large moving body of water. And that that might be in the comic book once or twice. It's The Amazing Spider-Man. And here's why we, we say it's an all-age comic book. Because realistically, I mean, I look back at the comic books I read when I was a kid. That word was in there, I think. But the action and the reading is such that that's what kids are going to want to read. Um, if you were just to give them give them being kids who want an all-age comic book, if you were just to give them something that the masses consider an all-age comic book, it's going to be so lame and so mamby-pamby that they're not going to want to read it. That's the difference with Amazing Spider-Man. And to an extent, some of the other uh, big-tier titles from the top two publishers, more on that in another podcast... But as a good starting point, The Amazing Spider-Man, this is issue number four. Yeah, it rebooted, but I think you'll dig it. Our 12-year-old loves this series and has been reading it since he was about eight and a half. It's really good. I'm not really that fan. I'm not really a fan of the current storyline, but our son is, and that's the important part. It's The Amazing Spider-Man number four. It's out this week. Graphic novels. Uh, Graphic novels, we speak about this all the time when we're in classes. 
that is such a great way to get those reluctant readers into the literary passion and the literary habit of reading and wanting to read and understanding that because especially as they get into fifth grade, they're going to have to follow a strong narrative. Graphic novels are one step to having them do this. Artemis Fowl is a book series that thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of kids know. They know the property, they know the uh, intellectual property. This is a graphic novel. Again, this is going to be for those kids, I'll call them reluctant readers, who know Artemis Fowl, but maybe they were intimidated by the books that spurned this graphic novel series. This is the third one in the graphic novel series. It's The Eternity Code, and it's a graphic novel. But I think you'll dig it. It's obviously going to have less reading than the books, the Artemis Fowl books, but it's going to be as entertaining. I think you'll like it. Now, sometimes we run across a book that we haven't even read yet, but we have to mention it because the publisher has such an amazing track record that it's it's almost a perfect track record. And here are two from such publishers. Uh, no Brow, Flying Eye Books. Um, they've produced a lot of great STEM type illustrated books that we love, but they also do a lot of great graphic novels. Um, the Hilda series, the Hilda picture illustrated book series, boom! These are the cats that did that. And so whenever we see a book that is on flying eye, even if we're not familiar with it, we pay attention to it and we say, you know what, this is probably going to be awesome. This one does not look like it's any exception but that. It's Curse of the Chosen by Alexis Deacon. Uh, Curse of the Chosen, Volume 1, A Matter of Life and Death and a game without rules. Um, it looks very Middle-Earthian. I'm going to read the description because I'm not familiar with this at all. A stunning fantasy epic unlike any other. After an evil sorceress casts a spell, a community is sent into a tailspin fighting for survival. The chief matriarch is dying. Drawing her last breath, she declares a contest. Let fate decide the one who is worthy to rule. Fifty souls are summoned into the night, fifty souls bound by the same fate, but this is no ordinary trial, and they'll soon discover that the stakes are higher than any of them could have imagined. This is a reprint from Alexis Deacon. Uh, Alexis Deacon's, is, uh, Deacon's Geese, Volume 1, A Matter of Life and Death, and uh, Geese, uh, Volume 2, a, a Game Without Rules. So I believe it compiles the two into one big fat graphic novel. Looks beautiful. Looks uh, a little, it looks realistic. But obviously a graphic novel in presentation. So again, see the previous conversation. I'm going to call this is going to be great for those ages 10 and up. Just because it looks a little more realistic than some of the other fare that they might be used to. But if you're 8 and up, check this out. From the same publisher, uh, Flying Eye Books, No Brow. Sisters of the Mist by Marilyn Spodge. I think I got that right, Marilyn. Uh, basically, three sisters stuck in the forest. Magical abilities. Looks great. The art looks like the kind uh, that Boom Studios does so well. And it's also the art that those kids in fourth grade love and will jump into headlong. And it's a graphic novel. Kids love graphic novels. You've heard that, haven't you? Sisters of the Mist. Uh, it is from No Brow, Flying Eye Books. Haven't read it. Looks great for those kids in, uh, I'll say, mid-fourth grade and up. Teen Titans was a great uh, Teen Titans Go. 
was a great monthly, actually bi-monthly, bi-monthly comic book from DC Comics. A couple of years ago, they they stopped that uh, with the, the promise that they would continue producing new content and graphic novels, and that's what they've done here. Teen Titans Go! Undead? What? Uh, Penguin Random House is uh, printing this on behalf of DC Comics. We've read a couple of the DC of the uh, Teen Titans Go! original graphic novels since they stopped printing the monthly comic book, and they're great. Uh, really fabulous. They're a little smaller than what I like to read. Like they're uh, they're not the size of a of a graphic novel if you're familiar with the size of it, but it's still really good. And my middle aged eyes aren't the intended audience. It's going to be those readers who are in fourth grade and up. And Teen Titans Go. These graphic novels hit the nail squarely on the head. So if you've got a kid who loves the show on Cartoon Network, maybe you got HBO Max and you're watching it there, and you say, "I want to read something," this is your avenue. Teen Titans Go. Undead. It is a brand new graphic novel, and you will completely dig it. What are you reading? Are you reading any cool kid comics that we need to know about? If that's the case, just hit us up on Twitter or shoot us an email at DaddyMojo or hashtag DaddyMojo, whatever suits your fancy, or shoot us an email, Trey at DaddyMojo.net. Thanks for listening to Daddy Mojo. Be sure to tune in next time. For more information on any of the things we talked about today, just check out the website, daddymojo.net, or hit us up at Daddy Mojo on social media.